Desai and you are listening to the Soulcast podcast, a podcast where we speak from the soul and take a look at the world around us and at people and what moves them. Hey guys, in today's episode, we will be looking at how to level up your food game. So this podcast will be mainly about cooking, food and food related question and answers that you guys have asked me. Let's get into it. How do we cook better like how do we cook at a next level take our food to the next level we don't have fancy equipments we don't shit guess what neither do i at home i do not have like really fancy equipments or anything i literally use all the utensils and everything that my mom has been using since i was a kid and you can still cook with that so let's get into it step 1 you guys need to change your perspective about cooking okay like just change the whole thing start new start on a fresh page understand that cooking is a art it's a process it's going to take time it's going to take patience it's going to take trust in yourself it's going to take love for yourself and love for the food and it's going to take time for you to learn you should allow yourselves to make mistakes it's completely fine it's okay don't be afraid to mess up i have messed up plenty of times like countless times i have messed up so much that it was inedible and i had to throw it away but you need to learn from those mistakes and never make them again and you need to in like if you make mistakes you're progressing you're definitely becoming better because you learn from those mistakes so allow yourself to make mistakes start out really simple start with simple easy recipes maybe cook with your mom in the kitchen just learn from her moms are amazing cooks i can't stress this enough moms are amazing cooks just learn from her learn easy recipes from her you're going to get better in the kitchen hands off don't rely on your equipment so much that you can't function without them okay work around don't focus only on equipment so many people just say ki we don't have this equipment don't rely only on your equipment a good chef always focuses on the final dish and how he can work around the equipment he doesn't have to achieve the product i know like some equipment you can't work around but there are tricks and tips that you can use like if you don't have a blender just cook like just cook the curry in a different way like there are different ways to achieve a curry that looks like it's blended without having a blender so you need to focus more on the technique that you're using rather than the equipment you don't have focus on the technique understand the people understand yourself and understand the cuisine most important understand where the dish comes from maybe research into the recipe and the people and the country geography climate and you're going to understand the food on a whole different level step 2 find good recipes it's hard to find good recipes online nowadays there are a lot of good chefs out there everyone changes their recipe to their own liking or to their own taste and makes the food their own but you need to find standard recipes online and use them so that you know you get like you understand the food and you, uh, you don't make mistakes find good recipes i generally follow chef gordon ramsay online his cooking is really good maybe chef julia child find good recipes and you're gonna end up with like a good product don't limit yourself to watching one youtube video and following that to the t i'd recommend watching 
least 10 videos online of the same recipe and find out how each person makes it and then find the common things that they do and elaborate on them more and again this is going to take practice and judgment on your part but cooking is hugely about your own judgment you need your judgment especially while you're cooking indian asian korean uh, chinese you need those gut feeling to guide you to a proper dish trust your gut step 3 invest in a good knife a knife is like your best friend okay in the kitchen you need a good knife you need get a good chef's knife i can't stress this enough invest in a good stainless steel or and get a good chef's knife with a sharpening stone and a steel sharpen your own knife always have a sharp knife a blunt knife does more damage than a sharp knife okay so always have a good sharp knife in the kitchen and work on your cutting skills because step 4 focus on good practices okay you need to always focus on your good practices that go around in the kitchen they can be very very simple if you're chopping always have a duster below your chopping board it's going to avoid accidents give you a good consistent chopping speed so yeah the small there are a lot of good practices i can't elaborate all the good practices but you can see them online maybe have a uh, waste bowl on your kitchen so that you can chop and put the waste it's going to make you more efficient and increase your cooking game so that takes us to the step number 5 most important always keep your counter clean if you have watched ratatouille i know you have nightmares about colette screaming at linguini and saying always keep your counter clean this is cooking is a cute job eh like mommy in the kitchen well mommy never had to face the dinner rush with the orders come flooding in and every dish is different and none are simple and all of the different cooking times but must arrive on the customer's table at exactly the same time hot and sharp every second counts and you cannot be mommy What will happen? Messy station, slow things down. Food doesn't go, orders pile up, disaster. I'll make this easy to remember. Keep your station clear, or I will kill you. Yeah, so that's more. That's enough elaboration for that. But yeah, it's always have a counter clean. It's gonna reduce your cleaning time, your mess, and you can be more organized. That takes us to step six. Always plan your menu. Always plan your day. Always plan your actions. Make up a menu. Like plan what you're gonna cook. At least two days before. Make sure you have all the ingredients with you. Don't do substitutions at the last minute. Plan out your menu. Plan out your day. Make it most efficient. So, I like to make South Indian breakfast. at home sometimes so i always plan it out two days before you have to soak the rice soak the urad dal uh, you have to make a sambar so you have to get started on the sambar first keep it ready make the chutneys keep it in the fridge so you need to plan out your day with every single step that you take and how you're going to make the dishes in order so that it's the most efficient and you're not spending 7 8 hours in the kitchen it's going to be more efficient you're going to enjoy it more you're going to enjoy cooking more seventh practice you need to practice even if i'm not cooking on a particular day my mom will just be like hey chop some onions for me and i'll go chop those onions 
so that's it for the easy tips and tricks that you can employ to step up your booking game if you have any doubts please feel free to text me i'll do my best to answer them again this differs from every chef to every country in every cuisine there's no standard thing in cooking you can do your own thing and end up with good food just remember to go don't go overboard with something don't blindly follow trends like making oreo maggi that's just don't do that please just follow your common sense end up making good food enjoy food love food and just spread positivity around with your food let's do some q and a that i have do you cook satvik food sometimes if like my friends or guests who i'm serving are jain or they require satvik food then i do but not necessarily for me or my immediate family that i cook for regularly because all of them are non satvik food eaters so not regularly but i do sometimes easy vegan recipes okay so i have nothing against vegan people or anything as such i i love cooking everything just my pet peeve is that when vegan people go and make imitation food like hey i made a chicken burger but guess what it has a soya patty that's just a soya burger just call it that i have a lot of vegan recipes but they are vegan recipes they are not imitation recipes so you can make let's get into it just make potato fries with a nice mushroom and potato tikka burger served with some sprite or coke or whatever it's really easy you just have to make a mushroom potato patty with peas recipe which you can find online get some good vegan buns toast them layer them with lettuce uh maybe some tomatoes char grilled onions or caramelized onions top it up with some sweet onion sauce uh top it up with some honey mustard make sure the sauces are vegan again some sauces contain honey and some sauces contain milk but you get a lot of vegan condiments mustard ketchup layer it up put some vegan cheese if you have some uh toast the buns that's the most important put it up let the patty rest let the burger rest before eating and the juices remain inside if you just cut it up immediately the nice juices are going to flow out let the burger sit for 5 10 minutes fry up your fries make normal easy fries easy fries are just potatoes first you boil some water put salt in it cut potatoes by hand french fry cut uh, boil them in rolling boiling water for like 10 minutes so you get the water up to a boil put the potatoes in and then just count to 10 like ross one mississippi two mississippi three mississippi 10 mississippi you take them out no question ice cold chilled water the longer you blanch them in ice cold water the crispier they will become because it's just de-starching the potatoes remove them from the cold water after drying of course put them in the freezer to chill them further get your oil hot to 150 degrees yeah 150 degrees celsius and uh, fry them that's like the first fry or what we call as a cold blanch fry them till they turn golden remove them drain the excess oil heat up the oil to like really hot like 170 degrees celsius 
again you don't need a thermometer to check the oil temperature just go by your gut feeling the easiest test is if you have any wooden scores or if you have like a wooden chopstick you just put it in the oil and the amount of bubbling that gets up you can check it like that so if it's just bubbling normally like really easy then it's at medium high then if you put it in and it immediately start bubbling like it's escaping for its life it's really hot so you need like that really hot and you can let you let it fry for another three four minutes and let it develop a good color on the outside and it's gonna be crispy and the best thing with these fries is if you don't serve them fresh they're gonna get soggy so you immediately know if it's fresh or if it's not the corn flour like coated fries they can just be crispy for a really long time and you can just reheat them and you never know if they're fresh fresh or you just reheat them these fries you immediately know because they're gonna stay crispy for a really short time so you need to fry them really fresh and serve simple easy vegan recipe no need of vegan imitation foods how to make gold roti that's the next question okay you need practice that's it and a really good dough that you have made like develop your gluten knead it nicely let it rest for 20 minutes start with a round shape you're gonna end up with this okay so when you make that like take out dough to roll make sure it's around because when you roll it you're gonna end up with the shape that you started with and that's it you need practice and you get a whole roti any personal favorite cooking hack okay one of my favorite cooking hacks is smoking the chicken that really enhances your dish if it's a tandoori dish like butter chicken or tandoori chicken tikka masala easiest way that i do it is my i have two trays okay so when you put it in the oven you need a grill tray and you need a baking tray you layer your chicken kebabs on the grill tray and you put it in the middle rack at high heat to cook as you would normally would in an oven and you put the baking tray on the lowest level of your oven and you take a hot coal charcoal red coal you put put it in a bowl uh, you put it in the oven you put some ghee on the coal and you close the oven and just let it cook and the smoke in the oven is going to smoke the chicken very nicely you're going to have a really nice smoky flavor to it without needing a smoking gun or the glass that you have to smoke the kebabs it's going to have a nice smoky taste simple you don't need all the this episode of soulcast if you have any recommendations or suggestions for us do let us know